23. Downtown New York City. Manhattan, baby. Oh, I just gave away my position. I'm in hiding right now. <laughs> Why are you in hiding? Because I, uh... Oh, that's right. Because I, um... I ignored a phone call I was taking a shit earlier <laughs> from my mom. And she, uh... Then, and then I forgot that she called. And I just went on and did my own thing. <laughs> And then I got 12 notifications, and she had liked every fi- every single move I had made on Facebook and Twitter within the last, like, eight hours. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> now Donna's scorned. <laughs> Donna scorned, and she... Donna, Donna scorned. She showers me with likes. <laughs> She's thinking about her boy. I know. <laughs> My mom does the same thing. It's, it's, it's a tool now for them to be passive-aggressive. Or not even passive-aggressive, just full-on, like... Hey, what are you doing? Where are you? Where are you? What are you? What's up? I'll and, post. Uh, I'll post something on Facebook, and I'll get. Gonna... But then I get scared, <laughs> and I don't call her back. <laughs> I post something on Facebook and get a call from my, or to get a text from my mom five minutes later. Where are you guys at? <laughs> like, oh, it says it on the, the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you liked it, so you I assume it. you saw it. That's hilarious. But then again, I could be wrong. Yeah. You may just like shit. Yeah, that's that's the other. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is that I. I kind of think that she's just arbitrarily like, oh, Matt did it. I like this. (laughs) Oh, he did it. I'm going to like it. Although, no, she's very curated on what she likes on my Twitter because I'm a little more, like, lit up on there. Oh, yeah. And I say some pretty, I don't know. I'm on a private account now, so I'm going a little wild. You're on a private account, and you may have to delete stuff later on, but we'll talk about that. (laughs) Uh, We'll see. I already (laughs) deleted all of my tweets as of, like, three months ago. (laughs) I told you about that, right? Yes. About how I meant to, like, I wanted to set up a thing where, I think I talked about this on the podcast even, I wanted to set up where it would delete every three months. Mm. Just, like, because who who needs it? You know what I mean? Yeah, who the fuck needs, yeah. Like, like. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People do that. I just did it wrong and am now scared to go try again. Ah. Uh, because I I went in. I don't know what I did. It's like, delete these tweets as I send them. <laughs> literally. No, literally. I was like, how do I do this? Somebody, like one of my friends, was like, this is how I did it with mine. He sent me to the website. And then I did it. I was like, all right, I think I'm going to do it. And I hit the button. And then all of my tweets just were gone. <laughs> Fuck. All of them. Every single one. And I was just like, uh. Okay, kind of wanted to keep the Daniel Day-Lewis story, although that's pinned, so I think it's still there. Okay. But if you click on it, it, it doesn't go back to the website. Oh, shit. It's like, tweet deleted. So, like, do you think that people are just sitting there compiling celebrity tweets and waiting for the day? Yes. That's insane. I do think people do that. It's insane. I do think that people do that, and I think that they do it... I don't know, it's weird to me, because... There's a lot about Kevin... Well, I guess we're talking about Kevin Hart. Well, I'm just talking about in general. There's I, was, a lot like, of, I didn't want to go down a Kevin Hart rabbit the, hole. Because uh, there's a lot about him that's questionable recently. Mm-hmm. Like, you could say that... He's like a questionable person. You could say that cheating on your eight-month pregnant wife with a woman crazy enough to blackmail you is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Uh, probably a little more fucked up than a stupid tweet. Yeah, I agree. and like those tweets were wrong. I didn't like them. They weren't funny, but like also, there's other things to be mad at Kevin Hart for if you're gonna bother being mad at him. And like my whole thing also is like, when 
it, and this is maybe like a philosophical debate. Like, do public personas have to be good people? Right? Like, does every musician, every actor, every comedian, does every single person in the public eye, like, why is it a requirement that they be a good person? Like, I don't know. Are their movies funny? Is their music good? I think a lot of people um, get hung up on that kind of thing because of kids. And because a lot of kids go see his movies. Yeah. And that's maybe why they want them to be better people because they see, they might view them as role, mo- role models or something along those lines. Uh, yeah, to that, yeah, I, to I, which I, I kind of roll my eyes. Me but, too, because I actually had role models growing up. Right. Like and I, they were people. And they were like my mom, my dad. You know what I right, mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> or like a teacher. Yeah. Like, like I had people in my, and I understand not everybody has that. And I understand I'm yes. fortunate in that sense. Right. But at the same time, it's kind of like just like the parents are complaining about right. this. I'm like, right. why, don't, why don't you be a role model? Right. Why like don't if you say a, if you're a parent saying that Kevin Hart is your kid's role model? I'm like, yeah, fuck off. Figure shit out. Like, get do a better job. <laughs> I agree. Anyway. I am with you there. Yeah. Anyway, um, I uh, right I, now Matt's currently sitting with his head against my suitcase. Cause I'm packing for a road trip. You're going. You're going on a cool trip. Going on a cool ass trip. Eleven days on the road. We got a Cadillac XTS or similar. (laughs) (laughs) You know when you rent a car or similar. (laughs) Well, no, they have like. Who do you rent from? Um, this is through Alamo. Okay. They had a deal. They're good. They had a deal where like the luxury class was because it's a big long day, big long trip. It's eleven days. Yeah. For that length of time and whatever special this was, the luxury class was actually cheaper than the economy. So I was like, well, yeah, I'd be a complete idiot dickbag to not fucking go with the Cadillac XTS or similar. That's awesome. So, yeah, we're going to be rolling in comfort. That's awesome. I'm excited. We're going... uh, First stop is Nashville, right? First stop's Nashville. Nash Vegas. I love Nashville, Tennessee. I'm so excited. It's one of the coolest cities. My uh, Shout out to... My best friend from high school, Emily Brown, she lives in East Nashville, I believe she lives in East Nashville. She has been there since she went to college and never left. Oh shit, did she go to Vandy? She went to Belmont. Oh, okay, cool. I actually knew knew somebody that went to Belmont. That's a small school, so they probably know each other. Probably. I mean, they're around the same age, I imagine. Yeah. She was a year ahead of me. Oh, okay, yeah. She might have knew him, yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. Emily's like the fucking shit. If you can... Emily, hook up with Matt while he's at, while he's there. Well, not hook up. I'm well, married. Well, well, come on, like <laughs> connect. I'm fucking with you. Uh, yeah, Emily, come say hi. We'll be in Nashville for like two or three days. Uh, she, I went and visited Nashville, and she, uh, I've been there to visit her two or three times. There was one trip when I went by myself mm-hmm. it, where we just fucking like went hard. God, we ended up like. Like partying with Willie Nelson's fiddle player, <laughs> and like, <laughs> like for That's the week. Awesome. And that dude now, now he's like all cleaned up. But like, he was not cleaned up at that point, and it just got <laughs> fucking wild. It was so much fun. It was we. I remember going to some bar and seeing a band called called Ditch Liquor Dance Party. I love it. It was awesome. It I was like it. this, like some psycho, like psych psychedelic, like. Red Hot Chili Peppers, like, rockabilly wannabe thing. It was super weird. That sounds awesome, though. It was, I'd be it down was to go see that. fucking rad. And I we am... did a bunch of... We went to, the like, the uh, Jack Daniels distillery, which was 
a couple hours out of town, but it was oh, still okay. like um, it was Lynchburg, Lynchburg, Tennessee, Lynchburg, Tennessee, where you can't buy any J- any JD because it's a dry county. That's amazing. Unless you go to the gift shop and buy it as a souvenir, and it's fifty dollars. Jesus Christ for Jack Daniels. Jesus, no, I'm good. Want to get the gentleman Jack? That's a hundred dollars. <laughs> Like General Jack is thirty dollars at a fucking liquor store in New York City. Yeah, dude. Like, Come on. <laughs> like grow up. Like, get out of here. But I'm super excited. I'm really excited to be somewhere where you can just like walk into live music. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not really a thing here. Right, right. It's not like no. There's I, a lot, not a lot of live music venues, and B, they're like you have to be like going to see somebody. I got really tired of that living in Austin. Yeah, um, so did I. But going to go visit a city that's like that now, I sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. It sounds like, now I miss it. Almost. When you when you live in it, it can become a hindrance, because you're like, I'm just trying to have lunch. Yeah, like, like <laughs> why the fuck is your band playing? <laughs> like, 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 like why, why? Like, why is the owner's son and his stoner friends here, like, interrupting my happy hour? <laughs> like, why are you guys playing grunge music at four? Yeah. Fuck off. Get <laughs> out of here. Go away. You're 18. So I'm super excited for that. We're staying like a block and a half off Broadway, so... Wherever that is. Broadway's like the main street in downtown with all the music clubs. Oh, dope. Yeah, so we're like, we're staying a block and a half off of that in downtown, so we're gonna do that. We're gonna do a little, uh, we're gonna eat some damn good food. Yes, you are. Monel's Southern Food, supposed to be some of the best place in town. Well, we're gonna do the hot chicken, too, but this other place is like a family-style Southern dinner. There's like, you know, cell phones are banned in the dining room. You sit at a big table with other people, and everything is served family style on the table, and you just pay like a flat flat fee for, you know, your That's meal. Cool. And I'm super excited. My friend Justin from my old company yeah, yeah. said it's one of the best meals he's ever had. That's awesome. And that guy goes to really good restaurants, so I trust his opinion on food. I'm super pumped for that. Super pumped to see some music. I'm going to go to the Johnny Cash Museum. Yeah. I'm going to go to the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yes, I've been there. You have? Yeah. I'm excited. That's not in Memphis? No. Okay. That's in Nashville. Nashville okay. is the home of country music. Right. I'm excited. I've been, uh, you know, I've been out What's of. In Memphis? Memphis is blues. blues. That's like uh, BB King, Beale Street, Sun Studios, right. okay. all that stuff. I've been there as well. Yeah. I'm Memphis super Memphis is also great. Oh yeah, Memphis is Ten- great. Tennessee's Tennessee's two cities are great. Oh yeah, and I hear good things about Knoxville. I've just never been there. It's yeah. a college town. Yeah, you know, it's a big liberal arts college town. It's where Johnny Knoxville is from. So hey, I'm who cool knows? with that. <laughs> I like Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I don't, I don't trust his background though. No, that's true. <laughs> this is true. I, I like him. Any place that produces Ooh. a guy like him may be rough. Yeah, <laughs> a little scary. <laughs> But yeah, man, I'm pumped. I can't wait. I'm super excited. You know, I used to be like super into country music. Right. I haven't been for years, uh, but I'm really excited. I've been starting to listen to the country music a little bit more. I want to get in the mood. Well, yeah. Well, the other thing about Nashville is that you're just gonna run into people, mm-hmm. and and they'll know, and they'll take you to the good spots. Like 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 that was the that was what happened to me whenever I was there. Yeah. Um. It was just uh. Great Southern hospitality. Yeah, like like I said, like Emily and I just like I mean I guess she knew him, but then she, like the Willie Nelson's fiddle player, but then like mm-hmm. he brought us to all these fucking dope spots and like 
I don't remember any of them because there was this was nine years ago and I was blacked out drunk. But uh, um, <laughs> but, but no, I wasn't, Mom. Uh, no, but um, yes, he was. <laughs> but uh, we ended up just meeting a lot of really cool people and a lot of just like I, I don't know. I miss friendliness. <laughs> and Nashville <laughs> is a very friendly place. I feel where, like you and I have had very different New York City experiences. I guess, yeah. Very different, because I've met some awesome people and had some great times in this town. I'm not saying I haven't either. <laughs> I mean, like, I've met friendly people. Yeah, but not in the... No, not in the way I'm talking. Okay. And I'm also talking as, like, we were also much younger then. That's true. And uh, now, I, now I would never walk up to people and be like, hey, y'all want to hang out for the rest of the fucking weekend? Like, I would never do <laughs> that. Like, 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 uh, like I'm not, that's insane. Like, but that's exactly what I did you guys there. You want to be my best friend for the next three days? Right, and then never see each other again. <laughs> like each other's statuses on Facebook at once every three months just to let you know we're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you have brought up something specific and I, you have a a message that you'd like to put out there oh yeah I'm wanna... going to allow you to do so oh I want to start hanging out with more straight white men <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> because I'm just like I just I'm putting my head in my shirt because <laughs> I'm just so tired of being treated like I'm some sort of famous comedian with a fucking Twitter account that I need to fucking apologize for amongst all of my friends <laughs> I don't know it's like you can't make a tasteless joke anymore without being like shamed and, and like I ran into this situation with somebody today where uh, I referenced a tasteless joke that they made and this person's not a straight white man and their jaw dropped and they looked at me like how dare you say that and I just and I like put my hands up like y- y- that's the, that's your joke you made this joke you made that joke and they were like oh yeah you're right I did make that joke <laughs> Well, haha. Oh, it's funny now. That doesn't happen when I hang out with you. <laughs> no. We both say horrible things. <laughs> like, like, we just get, we just move on. Yeah, we like, fist bump and move if, along. If something, if, if, if you ever said something that really offended me, it'd be like, hey man, don't say that. <laughs> and that, that would be the end of it. I wouldn't but clutch my fucking pearls and treat me like I'm, like I, uh, and treat you like you, like, Need to go get behind a podium with Andrea at your side, quiet and like demure, and just say, you know, I've uh, I've grown a lot as a person over this last five minutes. Whenever you got mad at me for uh, making fun of this certain group of people <laughs> that I made fun of previously in my past, and blah blah blah, like like get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like let's all relax, let's all have a good time. Anyway. Uh, before we go viral for the wrong reasons, let's move along. So, <laughs> I had that notated on the run sheet as check yourself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was my whole thing. It was just like, chickity check yourself before you riggedy wreck yourself. Somebody else we know needs to chickity check themselves Who's before they that? riggedy wreck themselves. And that's our nameless, faceless friend. <laughs> yes, yes. Whose name can't be said on the podcast. Because we did a, tr- we, did, we have our, we have one lost podcast. And it's, it's not our lost. first one. <laughs> well, well, it, it, I know I'm fucking right. It, it, it got fucked up, and uh, he, uh oh, I said I gave his gender out. They, um, um, they, uh, we said their name, their first name, and they freaked out. No, no, don't tell anyone I'm here. We we're like, I think everybody knows that nobody's coming for you. Bro. Nobody knows who that is. Yeah, like there's a million of those. <laughs> yeah. 
So for the purposes of this podcast, we're going to call, you already said him, we're going to call him by the nickname that another group of my friends have for him, and we're going to call him Kyle. Uh-huh. So Tell me, what did Kyle do? <laughs> so on Friday night, I went to one of the biggest wrestling shows of the year. I went to Final Battle, Ring of Honor's Super Bowl of their year, their final show of the year. Front row tickets at the Hammerstein Ballroom. 3,000 people. Main event. Triple threat tag team ladder match. Amazing show. Number one, my little review, my little blurb on Final Battle. Never fails. Amazing show. Second year in a row I've gone front row. Anybody who's a wrestling fan, which I know there's a few of you out there that are listening, treat your fucking self this is an experience that you need as a wrestling fan. Matt sent me some pictures, and I was like, whoa. Looks, that looks fucking crazy. Right? Like, dude, just bleeding. Dude's bleeding, falling off of ladders <laughs> onto other ladders. Their mother's crying in the background. That's literal. Literally. literally. <laughs> like, like, like. <laughs> like, I was sitting down the row, for these these two giant, ten-time ROH Tag Team Champions, the Briscoe Brothers. I was sitting down the row from their mom, and both of them are bleeding. They're falling off the tops of ladders through tables. And their mom is sitting down at the end of the row going, no, no, no. And like tearing up. It was just like, it was a real human experience, yeah, man. Like, yeah. And the show was phenomenal. Um, but I took Kyle and I let him know what he was in for. And he yeah. hasn't watched wrestling in years, but he was like, hey, you know what? Sounds like fun. I was like, it's a hundred bucks. He's like, that's totally cool. He's not poor. I don't <laughs> I don't feel bad asking him to go to a hundred dollar show. Yeah. Um, so he we're there. And I think in the middle he started to kind of peter out. But then uh at one point, and this is during the second to last match. Yeah. He three quarters of the way through the second to last match. He goes, hey, I'm going to run to the bathroom. And I'm like, cool, no problem. And I'm like, hey, and I hand him some cash. I'm like, hey, grab me a beer um, on your way back. Because I figured he was going to grab beer on the way back anyway. Right. And he goes, uh, 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 okay. And then, like, two minutes later, he comes back with my beer and goes, okay, I'll be back. Never comes back. <laughs> Never comes back. I get a text and it was ghosts like. Ghosts you. Yeah, ghosts me. And then sends me a text later. It's like, hey, uh, yeah, a friend of mine had a 911 emergency at a bar and I needed to get her out of it. I'm like, you're a liar. Right. Like, like <laughs> that is such a, an obvious lie. I wasn't even there. You told me that story and I was like, oh, so we lied to you? <laughs> then you showed me, me the text and I was like, wow, that's a lie. That's a lie. Why are you lying about like, that? Like, you paid for it. You can tell me you don't want to stay. Right. Like, it's you not can like just... I bought you this ticket as a present and you told me to eat a dick. Right. Like, <laughs> it's like, all right, whatever. And I was thinking, I was like, hey, you know, a couple of years ago when my tensions were on serious fleek, I probably would flip out over this. But now I'm Zen Matt. Yeah. I'm chill Matt Beery. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let him leave. Fuck it. I even showed the... I was there with the legend. Yeah. I was there with the legend Greg, and I showed him the text, and Greg goes, oh, he's a liar. (laughs) 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 And Greg was like, are you going to rip him a new asshole? And I was like, nah, man, I don't give a shit. I'm front row. It's the fucking main event. Let him leave. Nothing's ruining this night. Right. And it didn't ruin my night. It's totally fine. If he would have just said, like, dude, I want to leave. Right. You didn't have to make up a story. No. There's no story. 
And if he's not making necessary, if this, if this is true, if he's not making up a story, oh, dude, there's a story. There's a story. You're gonna like after this podcast gets released, he might he might listen to it. I don't know if he listens. Probably to these. won't. And uh, but if he does, like, we're gonna find out if he does. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna find out <laughs> because you're gonna get the most elaborate. Like he's gonna be producing like, character witnesses. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be pulling like five people out. <laughs> They saw me after it, and then they saw me after it, and then she said that she was scared. And I taped it all. Right, right. <laughs> tell them how, tell them how, tell them how you were scared. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them like, you were scared. Oh, yes, I was very afraid. <laughs> Speaking of scared women, I saw Cape Fear for the first time this Ooh, week. Ooh, buddy. That was a good transition. That's a good damn transition. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is fucking bana- bananas. Dude, it's so great. And it's funny because... Scorsese, right? Yes. Scorsese. God. It's Scorsese's wild fever dream reimagining of the original Cape Fear. Yeah. So it's the same through line, but whoa, buddy. Man. Everybody in that movie needs to go get their teeth whitened. (laughs) Number one. Well, that's called naturalism, Matt. Is it? They they were all so done up otherwise. (laughs) I'm fucking around. But but, you know, like, they were all so, like, like, Nick Nolte, like, has, like, this, like, his jawline is a fucking right angle. (laughs) Like, like, he's wearing these tight, two-tone suits. Cut cheese. His, His daughter is, like, is, like, eerily hot for an underage girl. And, uh, I don't think she was played by an underage girl. She wasn't, which, which, is, which is good. Good. Thumbs up. Juliette Lewis. Yes, very, 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 very good performance. And then, um, uh, I don't know, the performances really make that movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, what, oh, yeah, what I was saying was was that they're all so done up and they're all so made up and they're, like, such, like, ideal versions of, like, what professionals and what people are during, like, the year of 1990. Which is when it came out, I think. Yeah, and um, uh, that I couldn't get beyond that everybody had smoker teeth, <laughs> everybody had coffee mouth. It was just like, wh- and and their teeth were huge, <laughs> like, 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 like no gums. Just like everyone's just like, hi, I don't ever close my lips. <laughs> Here's my big fucking gray tooth. <laughs> Aren't I attractive? The it's the dead yes. tooth. It's the <laughs> dead tooth. But they're all dead. <laughs> just like everyone in this movie. There are just some like choices made in that movie. Like like the very last frame is the daughter. Like they all get out, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, they all. We've all seen it. They all. I hadn't seen it. <laughs> I know. That's what I think is great. Is like you're now finally starting to catch up on some classic <laughs> some cinema. Great movies. It's not mystery men. I still, <laughs> I still need to see Goodwill Hunting. Oh, you dickhead! And Pearl Harbor. <laughs> You'll move, Chief. Uh, Pearl Harbor's not a great. Don't worry about that. That's really? not a great movie. Oh, okay. It's Michael Bay. He's made some good movies. Moving along. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> He, uh, but like the, the the last frame is like they're all in the swamp or wherever they are, and on the cape, I guess. Yeah. And, um, the cape of fear. Uh huh. And the family's all like huddled up, and then she, it cuts to a narration, of the daughter's like inner thought, like she's finishing a journal entry about this story, and she's obviously much older in the voice. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes. So the older version of her voice played by Bob Saget. Yes, and um, uh, oh, I met your mother reference. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then it just 
flashes to a negative white and then a negative red of her face and like an eagle crows. <laughs> That's how that movie ends. Like I said, like Scorsese fever dream. Whoa, dude. <laughs> what a weird choice. What a strange choice. After this, like, I guess it's not that crazy because the movie is just fucking bonkers. Yeah, dude, there's like, a lot of counselor. De- like, De Niro <laughs> is just insane in that movie. That, 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 that weird accent that he's terrible at but keeps insisting on doing. It seems like, I mean, it, I thought it was... Uh, the the guy the character choosing to like disguise his voice oh wow for like the first half hour of the movie and I was like when is he gonna stop doing that fucking voice and turns out never <laughs> <laughs> so wait sweet did you like the movie I don't know <laughs> I mean I, I think it's awesome I liked it like I did like it I'm not gonna like, look I'm not gonna sit here and defend mystery men and then shit on Cape Fear. Like, as far as thrillers go, I think Cape Fear is fantastic. It was good. I just thought there were some, like, very, very weird choices. Some very choicey choices. But that's, like, that's one of my unpopular opinions about Martin Scorsese, in that I don't, like, people are always like, how come, because has he gotten his Oscar yet? He eventually yeah, got one. Departed. For Departed, right. And, uh, but up until The Departed, everyone was like, he's never gotten an Oscar. Why? That's why. Weird choices that don't make sense and and come out of left field in otherwise epic fucking awesome movies. Like, is there one of those that comes to mind if well, I the, say the, Goodfellas? Uh, it's good. Yeah, Goodfellas is kind of. Let me think. I'm trying to like I, now. I'm legitimately curious. Like I'm not. Know. I'm not like. I'm not like shitting on you or trying to say. Well, yeah. Well, well what? What, what, what? I'm not pulling a. Well, well what was it? Well, like, good, well Goodfellas <laughs> is is a great like guy movie but it's not an enjoyable movie to watch I don't think unless you are a certain demographic I don't think any that's probably my favorite movie of all time and I watch it well I, you are of that demographic that I'm talking of well like I, I, I'm concerned men. now what this demographic is men oh okay <laughs> okay men I thought you were gonna say like Homicidal lunatics or yeah, something yeah, like that. Sociopaths. <laughs> no, uh, well, a little bit. But, you know, men. All men are sociopaths. We know that. <laughs> constantly concerned about how I affect people. I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I replay every conversation I ever have 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, but, no. but And then there's, like, I mean, even in the, the Departed, which is the one that he got it for, there's some, like, weird editing choices like uh, with the with the like particularly the scene. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, the scene with Leo and the therapist. Whenever they finally hook up, mm-hmm. they change rooms, but their dialogue stays on point. Like like their dialogue is through is is a through line, and they're and it's not like they're speak. It's not like voiceovers or it's not like 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 here's what we said. Then we moved to this room. It's like clearly. They just were shooting a bunch, and they were like, now let's try it in the kitchen. Now let's try it in the living room. Now let's try it here. And then he just chose the best takes. But if you're watching it, you can see the backgrounds change really subtly. And that's not, like, bad, but it's not, in my opinion. I mean, that, that in my opinion, 
I mean, obviously I was wrong because that's the one that he won an Oscar for. But, like, that's not an Oscar-worthy, like, editing or directorial choice. It's still really good and really epic, but, like, not that great. I've seen that movie a hundred times, and I've never noticed that. I, I, I did. And then also Gangs of New York is another one. Well, Gangs of New York is played with a bunch of hot issues. shit. Yeah. Like, like, that movie has a ton of hot shit It has shit some in it. issues. Like, <laughs> Cameron Diaz... Sucks at acting. God. Well, she doesn't suck at acting, but she sucks at that role. She... I love that movie, but if anything was going to ruin that movie for me, it's Cameron Diaz. And Daniel Day-Lewis is just like... He's great, but he's also just like all over the place in that movie. Uh, I don't know. Pump the brakes. I think that performance is out of this world. Okay. Bill the Butcher. It's great, It's but, it, but he's not on the same level as everyone else. In that movie, which is no, distracting I think it's to that me. not everybody else is on his level. That's but then again, the also, same thing. Like, but then again, also like, like Leo he, is really weird in that. I movie. don't think that they should be on Bill the Butcher's level. He is such an over the top character in and of himself, and the yeah. types of people that lead criminal organizations or gangs are not on the same level as the people that are underneath them. Yeah, but there were other gang leaders in that movie that weren't, like, that were played by great actors. Liam Neeson? Yeah, I mean, he's only in the movie for, like, five minutes. But, like, uh, I don't know, just, like, like the like John C. Riley, he's the cop, right? Yeah. And that's, they were essentially a gang back in that, in they that were. movie. And, and like, You he's remember, not... he was also a follower, though. Because he was a member of the Dead Rabbits. Oh, And right. then became a cop. I forgot. So yeah, I think it like the stark juxtaposition know. in that film of the leaders versus the followers. More to my point, Leonardo DiCaprio's performance in that movie is also fucking weird. That's when he was still kind of building, though. Like, like yeah, but it's still a weird performance. I mean, you like, can watch him from the age of whatever, from like the age of twelve, and you can actually watch his growth as an actor. Well, it's another one where it's like, what accent are you? Like, where are you from, dude? Harry. <laughs> it's so like it's like is it Irish? Is it Brooklyn? Is it like is it American? Is he Dutch? Like it, like he it just goes all over his voice just goes all over the place and like well, there, those are, early... there are arguments to be made that are that I've heard where people are like well that was New York back then and I'm like yeah but like one guy wouldn't have all those accents. One guy would just talk like one guy talks. Well, I mean, I guess I and I guess I can see where you're coming from, but at the same time, like he his character came from a very weird background where he was like raised in New York by an Irishman, around Irishmen, also around New Yorkers, and then was in the Hellgate school for like ten years. Yeah. And around all kinds of different things. So like it may be just inconsistency on Leo's part, but then again, I mean, also I think it may it may be a melding of different accents yeah. because that's it was weak. such a melting pot. That's but then weak. again, also like there are I'm not saying that's Lipton. I'm also not saying that that's a perfect film. Yeah, sure. And I also will say that that was not Leo hadn't reached the point yet. Leo no. Leo reached a point where he became an elite actor. He wasn't there yet. Yeah. Yeah. He, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's great. I, look, I love Leo, but like, yeah. I think he's awesome. And I think that, I don't know, I think he gets a lot, of, he's not taken seriously enough. I mean, five Oscar nominations and a trophy. Yeah, but like, I'd amongst the people. 
Amongst the proles. The proletariat. <laughs> the proletariat. Everyone I know, every guy I know talks shit about Leo. And a lot really? of women. Oh, yeah. A lot, well, like, not every, but a lot of people do. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Especially these fucking no-name actors that are like, The Revenant wasn't acting. It's bullshit. He shouldn't have won. It's like, get the fuck out of here. The Revenant wasn't acting. Like, it was... It's a form of acting to do that. Yeah. There are multiple styles of acting. That's one of them. No, I personally wasn't a fan of The Revenant. I think that that was... I think that was a career award. I think that was a... It's, what was I just saying? Who, who bitches about this role? I, I think Leo was good. <laughs> but it was not his best role. It wasn't his best acting. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street's easily his best. Well, is my easily. And the fact that he didn't win for that is it's still insane. a travesty. It's crazy to me. Like, don't get me wrong. McConaughey crushed it in yeah. Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. But but, like, oh, yeah. That's who beat him? Yeah. Fuck that. Oh, no way. Dude, his... That's just because it was about AIDS. Leo, yeah. Leo that's the only Jordan Belfort, dude. Yeah. That's his best role of his fucking life. Yeah. So he that's why made... I say Revenant was a career retrospective award. And the Academy has done that multiple times. That's well, like Pacino won for Scent of a Woman. That wasn't for Scent of a Woman. That was for, sure, Scent of a Woman is good enough. And it's also for Dog Day Afternoon. And it's for The Godfather Part 1 and Part 2. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but also he wasn't up against very much that year. That's what I'm saying. It was the same with Revenant. Yeah. Like, he wasn't up against much, and they kind of owed it to him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Dallas Buyers Club. DBs. Like, I, watched that, I watched that one recently, too. I know. Eh. It's fine. It's good. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I don't understand why everybody freaked out about it when it came out, other than it was just like... Heartstrings. It's heartstrings, and it's good. And Leto's really good. Leto is very good. McConaughey normally annoys me, but Leto was very good. He normally annoys me. I think the only reason I shit on Dallas Buyers Club is because Leo didn't win the Oscar. Otherwise, I think it's a great. I think it's a great film. I think it's a very good movie, very well done, and I think McConaughey and Leto really, really bring it. Yeah, but if I were voting for the Oscars. No, my vote goes no to way. Leonardo goes DiCaprio to for Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, totally, absolutely, totally. It's like that, that role was just such a mountain to climb, and he it's fucked all it over the place. Yeah, dude. like it he, is. He when he starts out, he's just a he's just a guy, and he made and he made that monster somehow. He made him. He made us care about him. Yes, I don't yeah. know how he did it because you describe a, what he does, and he's a fucking. <laughs> Horrible human being. Yeah, he's a but he's somehow becomes sympathetic. Yeah, I don't. I can't explain how. Neither and that's also I. one of my biggest digs about Scorsese films is that, and that's what I, that's what I wanted to say about Goodfellas is that none of the characters are fucking sympathetic. I disagree. Who's sympath? Who do you feel Henry bad? Hill. Why would you ever feel bad for Henry Hill? Because you don't want him to he's go to jail. Sh- he's a strung out fucking junkie boozer. Like sociopath, like crazy person, who gets what he deserves. What in the in the movie and in life? Okay, so I uh, that's the whole thing that other that's the whole thing that most people love about Scorsese. You're the only person I've ever heard in my life. I'm talking about award winning level. Like you're the only person I've ever heard like, that didn't think that Henry Hill in that movie was a sympathetic character or that. He was at least romanticized enough 
Because that's what Scorsese's great at, is romanticizing the villain. Uh, he is romanticized, but I wouldn't call him sympathetic. Ah. Uh, also, he gets his comeuppance. Also, you can you be sympathetic for Karen Hill. Oh, more so than him, even yeah. though she's also a piece of shit. <laughs> she she fucking she turned a blind eye. Yeah. And then also played the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then man, have you like ever like like fallen down a YouTube hole with Henry Hill on the Howard Stern show? No. It's it's something else. <laughs> him and his wife were deviants. Yeah. To say the least. It was like, just like do that. Do do yourself a favor and type in Howard Stern and Henry Hill and watch the shenanigans that go on. Oh man, that sounds amazing. It's, I know what I'm watching tonight while Andrew's working. Crazy. Like he <laughs> like he'll in the he'll just walk out of an interview. Be like, all right, we're going to commercial break, and he'll just walk and he'll go to the bar downstairs at the bottom of wherever they are, like NBC Thirty Rock, I guess, NBC yeah. Studios, and because uh, this was. Back before Sirius. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, he'll just get wasted. And they're like, where the fuck did Henry go? <laughs> the bar is, like, literally one time the bar called Stern and be like, one of your guests is down here saying that uh, he that you're going to pay for everything and that and he's racked up a $300 bill. <laughs> what? He's like, oh, that uh, must be Henry. And then they go down there and they scoop him up and he's just like wasted, like talking about how his wife shoved a dildo in his ass and raped him and all this stuff. It's like, yes, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) It's incredible. (laughs) Howard Stern has ruined so many lives. (laughs) We're praying for you, Artie. Get that nose fixed. Good God. (laughs) Anyway, we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. What's next? Well, we're giving a shout out. Oh, yeah. We're giving a shout out to one of our favorite creators on YouTube. A recommendation for you to, a hole for you to fall down. A gentleman named Sam, an Englishman, yep. has a channel called 101 Facts, and he makes great videos. They're about a half hour long each, and he just breaks down any subject, 101 facts about it. Yeah. It's and great. It's great, and he's hilarious. He's very funny. The videos are really well made, mm-hmm. really great stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got recurring things that he does. Right, like, that, uh, are, that, that get funnier and funnier as they go along. Exactly. Uh, My favorite is his uh, his love affair with Jennifer Lawrence. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't call it a love affair. I would call it a... a uh, one-sided love one-sided. affair. One-sided. <laughs> yeah, very, very star, very much star-crossed. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope that it's actually a joke and he's not just like crying himself to sleep every night right i hope it's really a tongue-in-cheek like haha here's one of my jokes and then he's not sitting there like oh fucking jennifer lawrence man (laughs) (laughs) she's in a new movie man she's in a movie and i didn't get to see it with her (laughs) red sparrow red sparrow Wait a minute. We were talking about her earlier, and I suddenly just remembered a role. That I haven't seen Red Sparrow. Neither but, have I. But I, she was on Marin talking about Red Sparrow. Yep. And she made that was the only time I didn't like Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, what? Because she was like, I don't do the thing where you like keep the accent going. That's stupid. Like, come on, what are you talking about? It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're stupid, girl. I heard like, that, and I was like, eh. that's not stupid. Because I and, do that. And and by the way... We've done that together. And, and by the way, like, your accent didn't hold up throughout the trailer. 
<laughs> so maybe you should do that next time you're playing a fucking accented person. Well, we had a whole plan of talking about why do people hate Jennifer Lawrence? But here I am shitting on her. Yeah. No, she's great. I actually really like her a lot. I love Jennifer Lawrence. As an actress and as a uh, horrible, disgusting, horny man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is, maybe is that why some people don't like her? Is, uh, is she too real? Uh, I think that she... I think a lot, she's real and then people see that as an act. Uh, they think it's they fake. They think she's fake? Because, because she does... Do some repeat shit. Like, she used to fall down a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I really, Maybe she's just a klutz. I think that she's just kind of an idiot. <laughs> like, like, I'm kind of an idiot. Same way, yeah. You know, like, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, she's, you dumb bitch. <laughs> You're a dumb bitch? No, no. Put, put, a, put, a, put a note in that, because I did something really dumb earlier, like, yesterday on Twitter, I think. Or two days ago. Anyway, uh, but she's, uh, she, um, I don't know, she's just... Uh, people don't like her because they think that she's fake or something. I don't know. I think she's awesome. I, I don't she's get cool it. As hell. I don't get it. So like she's been in a couple shitty movies, but like who has Everybody, Everybody's gonna have a long career is gonna put out some stinkers. Yeah, man. she's like won an Oscar. Not like, everything's gonna great. be Silver Linings or Hunger Games or yeah, whatever. Right. You know? like, like, and Silver Linings is a great movie. I love A lot of people don't movie. like it. A I lot. Don't understand. And I can't like it's like, did you watch the movie? Who are these people? I, I like friends of ours. I know. Like and like <laughs> and I'm just like, how do you not like that movie? It's fantastic and she's amazing. It's in about it. like like people like getting over their struggles. Like I don't in a really yeah. like in a really like in a cute, very real setting. Yeah, and like and it's cute and it's like endearing, but it's also very scary at times mm -hmm. and like and violent, and, but like not like gory violent, but yeah. like but like real violent, like like violent in the way that families get violent with each other. Sometimes. Right, you know, what and I mean? like, like De Niro as the dad who's like crazy, crazy, and he's trying to push stuff to the right. side, right, and trying to ignore things, but like, and then the mom is, it's just so it's fucking so good. good. I can't imagine like. Why anyone would say that she didn't deserve some recognition for that role, or why they would even sort of say that movie's bad? I love that movie. It's so good. Justin doesn't like that movie. Fuck him. He thinks it's. <laughs> he thinks Kidding. it's. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, he's 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 hot for a debate, brother. I'll tell you, <laughs> he's fine. We. I've told you have no how how many times I've told him to go fuck himself when talking about Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> he thinks it's stupid that the entire movie builds towards a a dance contest. That's not stupid. I'm like, how is that stupid? It's how is that stupid? It's, it's the it's the thing. Yeah, it's the it's the movie. It's the it's the whole story. Yeah. It's how they get to. It's like how they fall in love together or whatever happens. Yeah. Like, and he's like, if they're gonna have the dance contest, they could have at least won it. I'm like, no, no, because that's not real. Yeah. These two slap dicks aren't gonna go win the fucking dance no. contest, <laughs> right? <They're, laughs> these two fuck ups. Like, 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 like they're just so like. Pathetic and bad at everything that they try to do. They're not gonna go win this shit. <laughs> yeah, get real. <laughs> the, the the dancers are gonna win. Yeah, <laughs> and they're gonna get the score a reasonable score. Yeah, they're gonna do well. Yeah, they're gonna get the we feel bad for you. We can tell you tried really hard score, which is what they were aiming for. Right, that was their goal. Right, and their goal wasn't to win; it was to get a five. <laughs> <laughs> And then they did it, and their weirdo dad won his bet. Yeah, <laughs> it's so and fun. actually, they 
that the timing of that is actually really well written because I remember that game. Yeah. I remember that game very fucking well. That's and funny. It was super goddamn important. And it was the last game of the season to win the division title. And the Cowboys went to Philly and got fucking smoked. And it was real life. So it was perfectly well written. They, they paid good attention. They're going to use that as a storyline. I'm glad that it was that actual game that happened. Yeah. With the scenario that they talked about. Right. Like it wasn't falsified. Right. Well, side note. Anyway. I love Jennifer Lawrence. Uh-huh. I think she's fantastic. I think she's cool as shit. And I think Sam from 101 Facts is cool as shit. Yes. Go check out 101 Facts. Awesome, if you have dude. nothing else to do. Yeah, man. It's a great way to waste it's a great way to waste a couple hours if you're just chilling. Watch four 101 Facts videos. Mm-hmm. And he's got all kinds of topics. Everything from Star Wars yes. to hip hop to, to World War One. World War One. He's also got ones about countries. Like yeah, when he's got New York City, when he's got a you know, it's it's awesome. It's, it's awesome. Just dope. trust me, it's awesome. It's really fun. I and and then like once you follow him, it'll lead you to other videos that are also great. Oh yeah, there's a there's a hundred and seven facts guy. <laughs> I watched his. Not as good. I still prefer Sam. Not as good as Sam, but yeah. uh, but I, but I, but I don't know. Yeah. It's just funny to see that. Hell yeah. Now, that brings us to something else that's awesome. Yes. The best show on television. The be- Easily the best holiday viewing. Like, the best, like, if you... Because we're here up here in New York, and it's just miserable, so we'll, there's a lot of TV watching going on. There's a lot of TV. And, uh, man, Marvelous Miss Maisel. It's, You've got to watch this, guys. It's the best show on television. It's, it's so phenomenal. unbelievably good. I can't believe... How good it is. I tweeted the other day that uh, Shalhoub and Brosnahan have, yes. have entered the realm of my acting idols, my acting heroes. Sure. They are so fucking good. Yes. In this show. Like, it's absolutely, like, Shalhoub is just like, a man. I mean, he's perfect. He's so good. He's just so, <laughs> like, insane and, like, but, like, also, but also, like, He's dealing with such, so much, like... There's a lot of shit going on. His family is just fucking awful. (laughs) Yeah. God! Like, like, like... I... And he's awful also, but he's awful in a way that you would expect a dad to be awful. Yeah. But, But... And not... And by that, I mean, he's not, like, abusive or anything. He's just, like, needy and, like... Has likes his things a certain way. He's like, needy. He likes his things the way he likes them. He doesn't always listen to what everybody's saying. Right, right. He's, he's like, it's like kind of stereotypical dad tropes. Right. Mixed with the fact that like his character is also an insanely intelligent man. Yes. Who needs to be respect, is respected, needs to feel respected. And rarely does. And rarely ever does. Right. Because his fan, I mean, his, God, I mean, can we do spoilers? Yeah, fuck it. Whenever it's been like three wait, weeks how, since how it far came along out. are you? I'm done. Okay, good. I'm not done, done, but like I'm pretty close to done. Oh, okay. Um, then yeah, we won't go too far. But the scene where so I guess spoilers from this point out, uh, the scene where he just shows up at one of her shows. Yes, in the Catskills. Yes, and he's just sitting there in his fucking Polynesian garb. Bro. Yeah. Dude, like, yeah. like, like, just that was just. I mean, she was incredible as well. 
Like that that scene that they just did play together was just like, and she never spoke to him once, but they both just had such wild effects on each other, mm-hmm. and they never in. And they were palpable. Yes. Like, there was and no subtlety. It I was, was a sweating change. watching that fucking scene. Yeah. Because she's just like, holy fuck, my dad just found out, A, that I'm a comedian. And B, he saw a blue set. Yes. <laughs> a midnight and blue. Sh- and she starts, like, roasting him. Yeah, and his mom. <laughs> like, like and saying, her mom. Yeah, it's like saying, like, really, like, like personal stuff which yeah. and and like uh, i mean if anyone's listening that doesn't know this this the show is set in the 50s mm-hmm. and so for obviously for a woman to be doing stand up comedy is incredibly rare yeah uh, back then and and then on top of the fact that she's just like totally annihilating their their family dynamic and like and everything that he knew about her. Yeah. Like he like I don't even think that he knew it. Like like part of me's like maybe he deserves it. Like all this shit because it's like how does he what did he think that she did all day? Well, and I think this harkens back to another point of something that you see a lot of because you see a lot of how parenting was in the 50s. Right. Like they're they're not Around. They're not around. She's have, not around for her kids they have at all. Nothing to do with their children. It's so weird. They have nothing. They never talk to their kids. Uh, no. They have nothing to do with these kids. Right. And so it's kinda like, oh, you're surprised that she's doing something that's that you didn't know about? Shocking. You right. don't know anything about her. And then but then and like he's really upset about that for like a couple episodes. But then he finds out his son is a spook for the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, what? And they're just like, we're not going to talk about it anymore. Um, he, like, the CIA pulls him to the side and says, we're, so your son is a spy for us. We're not going to talk about it anymore. This you're is, done. You're done. Like, stop trying to hire him for this project. He's not going to get hired. He's working with us on some really important stuff. And his son is just looking at him just like totally dead faced. Yeah, like and, then, is, and then the he's, and then he's they leave the room and he's like, "All right, you want to get some lunch?" <laughs> like a psychopath and, and, and like like a CIA agent, right? And and, uh, and uh, Shalhoub is just like pulling his hair out, just freaking out. Like you can see all the inner turmoil. All of a sudden, he's like, "I don't give a fuck about my daughter. What the hell is my son doing? <laughs> he's killing people, probably." Yeah, like like like. Who knows? I mean, they don't tell you what he does. Yeah. Well, as far as about, I know. Yeah. Let's talk about Brosnahan, too. Yes, Brosnahan's... She just... The way that she navigates what is a horrific time in her life. Right. She has moments of emotional vulnerability, but then again, also just as a person, Midge Maisel is very strong. Yes. An extremely strong person. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the way she navigates like the strength of the character mixed with the emotional moments, which I can't wait till you watch the last episode. Yeah. Um, just is masterful. Yeah, she's great. And the way she she does the stand-up comedy. Because I think so how funny. easy it is to like, as an actor, fuck up being a stand-up comic. Right. Because that's a very specific skill set, right? That very few people and, possess. And it's like when you watch an actor play a comedian who's not a comedian, mm-hmm. it's always really obvious that they're mm-hmm. not a comedian. And and like, granted, like she's doing it in a certain style that 
stream of consciousness. It, well, stream of con- well, and just Lenny like Brucey. the 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 way of speaking and presentation is dated. So mm. that so that like to me, I'm not watching a comic in the sense of the way that I watched Ellen this afternoon. Right. You know what I mean? Like like she's doing it in a way. So I think that it's. Like, my brain is disconnected enough to where I can watch her, and she's honestly just fucking, like, stellar. Right. Like, like, like because... It's almost more like epic monologues. Right. Because she's just going off about all this crazy shit. What, really? While also looking fucking great. Phenomenal. And, and um, <laughs> uh, not that that's important, but, like, but I, I mean that it in, is like... A, it is a note. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean that in the sense of costuming and, like, the makeup and... Oh, hell yeah. All of that stuff is just so on point. It's, like, it's, she's kind of, like, channeling Joan Rivers in a, in a way that I really love. Yeah. Uh, whenever she's doing stand-up, like, if you go and watch those old videos of Joan, like, she's doing Joan yeah. on stage. But then with, like, like, she's obviously also, like, as an artist mm-hmm. within the show... Obviously, also really heavily influenced by Lenny Bruce. Oh yeah, who was her friend in the show. And like, I love what what Rachel does as Midge, as Miss Maisel, um, that you can see the moments because a lot of her the material Midge's material Miss Maisel's material yeah. is stream of consciousness stuff about her life. Right. But then also there's a lot of clips of when she's like she's work the way she works the crowd, uh-huh. the way she works the room is very much a stand-up comic skill set and she nails it yeah she crushes it the way she does it and i love it i think it's masterful and i i want to say that maybe part of that comes from it's the writing and also as far as the performance goes it comes from the fact that she's heavily trained theater background yeah rachel brosnahan so i'd like to because i'm we're heavily trained theater background right. so i like to think that's the reason why well she's so you know good. who wrote the, <laughs> the the writers on the show are all stand-ups for the most part. Oh yeah, that's yeah yeah yeah. That's right. Like so uh, Jane Kirkman mm-hmm. is like one of the main story writers and she's a really successful comedian. She's not one of my favorite comedians, but she's really I mean, she's solid. When I watched the Emmys, um, that show obviously won a ton of Emmys, and the the creator of the show, a woman whose name I can't remember off the top of my head, so I apologize, but she was so cool. Yeah, like she was wearing like a top hat and ta- top hat and tails, <laughs> and like her acceptance speeches were like, "I wish I was as cool as this woman." She's awesome, right? I love her. And Alex Borstein, we haven't given her the love she deserves yet. Tell me who she's Susie. Him. Susie. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, the voice of Lois Griffin. God, <laughs> wow, wow! How great is she? How great is she? That fucking scene where she goes to Rockaway with the thugs that are supposed to kill her, but they end up becoming best friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a Rockaway girl. <laughs> Love it. So good. Love it. And she's just got all these like like little physical cues. Like she's in love with all these different plungers. <laughs> She has all these dances that she does with plungers. It's so great. While she's just walking around, like, skimming a free bed. <laughs> God, I miss the days you could do that, huh? Right? We were talking Even about that. Even though I've that. never lived in that era, but... We were talking about that when we were watching. It was like, damn, in the 50s, you could just scam. do whatever you wanted. Yeah, you could just... <laughs> yeah, I work here. Yeah. You got an extra bed? And that other dude that's do- been doing the same yes. thing at that same camp. By the way, yeah. they go to this like fucking resort in the Catskills for two months. Yes, in the middle of the summer, and they, they just ha- leave. They have like a cottage on the lake, and there's 
events and activities and drinks and like it looks amazing. It looks fucking it looks expensive. Oh yeah. You're like, what did that cost back then? Like how what was money in the fifties? Was it like five dollars? <laughs> because I don't feel like that was a lot of money in the fifties, but I also feel like not everybody had five dollars. Yeah. It was not everybody had five dollars. That's for goddamn sure. And well, and uh, who knows? I mean, I don't know how much it costs. I know that my I think my grandparents' house in the '60s in Charleston, West Virginia. I think that that cost them like twenty five grand. Damn! For a so house. that was a big house. It, yeah. For that oh, yeah. that price in the '60s, that uh-huh. was a big ass house. Dude, That's like a five hundred thousand dollar house now. Not well, not anymore. You know what I mean, but like, yeah, yeah. the equivalent I, of a new. I mean, I'm, I, I maybe I shouldn't be quoting that, but like either way, but either like, way, I'm just saying. I'm that's, saying like, yeah. what was money that? Like, what was money like back then? Like, like that's so crazy. And by the way, yes, that was a fucking dope house. <laughs> was a great house. Nan's house was awesome. Probably be the the modern day new uh, modern day new construction equivalent would probably be in the half million range. Yeah. So that's probably like twenty five k. You're looking at. So if you gotta fucking like maintain that and pay for that, but then also just leave for two months, how the fuck do you afford to do that? I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. How do they? How do these people well, live al- this way? Also, it's I mean, mentioned later that Columbia owns the apartment they live in. Oh. So they're not paying mortgage. Oh. So they have just expendable okay. income. So he just keeps all of his money. Yeah. That's why it works. Yeah. I don't pay attention enough. You Whatever. may not have gotten to that yet, actually. I may have just given something away for you. Whatever. But that's, like, that's, that's, that's such a note. How such do the a... character pay their bills? Yeah. Boy, we're doing a deep dive, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> How interesting. Oh, uh, but man, great show. It's my favorite show that's come out in the last couple of years. I think everyone should watch it. Uh, Shalhoub and his fucking... Uh, Pencil mustache. And his onesie. And his romper. His romper. Ugh. The, the conversation he has yes. with Joel about the possibility that he may see him in his romper. It's like, is he's, one, it's like one of the funniest fucking... Because he's talking to... Because here's the context for the conversation. He's talking to the dude that dumped his daughter for a big-titted, like, secretary <laughs> and then came crawling back for forgiveness. And, and now he's staying with them at yeah, the resort. Right. And he's sleeping on the couch in the sunroom. Right. Because his parents won't let them stay with him. Yeah. And uh and he just Which his parents are psychos. Yes, they are insane. It's like, yeah, of course you're broken. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> anyway. The romper. The romper. He just sits him down, he's like, Look, no one's ever seen me in this romper. You understand me? Not even my own wife has seen me in this romper. This has to stay. Between you and I. It's a very tight romper. <laughs> I do my morning calisthenics on the lake. <laughs> the guy's like, what's a romper? <laughs> oh, and then the scenes of him doing the calisthenics. The calisthenics are and then the, amazing. the deep contemplative scene of him sitting on the end of the pier in his yes. romper. Yes. Like, this is television gold. Drinking Bloody Marys all day. Yeah. Like this is calls gold. it tomato juice. This is television. Gold. I mean, I th- I put it on the level of Mad Men in terms of like, but with likable characters. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's nice to see the fifties with people you can get like, along with. Yeah, you can stand <laughs> to spend a minute with. Yeah, exactly. Oh, love it. 
And hey, anybody out there that's looking for a TV show, if you if you haven't watched Maisel yet, do it. Get on it. You're gonna have it's Christmas week. It's Christmas week. You're gonna which, have plenty of TV time. Christmas Watch week, it. which brings us to our very special holiday edition of. Do those jingle bells jingle? Yes, they do. Hold on. Very special holiday edition of Don't At Me Bro. Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. Uh, Santa Claus, <laughs> we know you're a fucking cop. Don't tell me otherwise. I'm <laughs> on to you, fat man. You also have some slaves up there. I don't have any proof, but uh, how else do you make those tiny little le- electronics if not through magical woodland creatures otherwise known as elves also slaves and you're a cop you're a snitch you watch children while they sleep which is super fucking creepy and i'll never forgive you for not being real don't at me bro speaking of cops who like to watch kids while they sleep tell me don't at me, elf on a shelf, Ooh. you creepy pervert. I'm just trying to sit here in my house. I'm trying to scratch my nuts with my shorts off after work on the couch, and you're just looking at me. Judging? Judging. <laughs> you're just staring. Taking notes. You're watching my kids in their bed. And you move They're, at night. You move at night. I don't like this. I'm scared of you, elf on a shelf. <laughs> I can't. Do this. <laughs> Leave us alone. Don't at me, bro. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's okay. Calm down. All right, Calm all right. Down. I'll chill. I'll chill. Drink drink some Poland Spring. Oh, uh, you got it. All right, all right. Episode 23. In the bag. In the can. I had a long one, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, Who cares? <laughs> this was a good episode. I had a good time. I had a great time. This was great. Uh, so, as, as usual, you uh-huh. can follow me. Um, on Facebook, I'm Matt Beery. On Twitter and Instagram, at MattBeery06. Also, hit us up on the Matt on Matt Facebook page, the Matt on Matt podcast Very on important. Facebook. Very important to get on that Facebook page. You damn straight. Ooh, the Facebook page. You can follow me. Uh, you can request to follow me at uh, <laughs> Twitterfield, and I will deem whether or not you... Ooh, burp. Yeah, <laughs> nice burp. burp. Yikes. Excuse me. Um, that was a surprise. Um, uh, you can follow me at Twitterfield. I would or at uh, Matters on Instagram. Uh, email us at Matt on Matt Podcast if you have any issues to take up with us uh, or advice that you would like for us to give. Uh, have a very merry Christmas. Don't get too mad at your family, and if you don't see your family, fuck them. Um, <laughs> Hey, and if you got some great holiday stories you'd like to share with the Matt on Matt oh, podcast, you please. can always email us at the Matt on Matt podcast at gmail.com. Yes, please do that. Please, please, please do that. And I'm Matt. And I'm Matt. And that's what matters to us. Adios, fuckers. <laughs>